let's get started. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is strange enough. This is the most awkward part for me. The like, I hate the, it. The same hello. It. Just this, <laughs> so, this, this, this three second awkward silence, and then all of a sudden. Yeah. Hello, like, yeah. welcome to Critical. I <laughs> know <laughs> yeah, it's the weirdest part, and the goodbye. It's like a very strange, like you don't do that in normal conversation. But it's something no, we'll you get, don't. We'll get used you to, I'm sure. Welcome back to this new episode of Critical Arcade, everyone's new favorite podcast. Well, it's mine at least. And mine, so at least that's two people. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's twice more uh, than it used to be. <laughs> yeah, this episode, I mean, this is my unbiased opinion, which is very biased, but this this podcast needs way more listeners. Yes, that's true. And I, don't think, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a given. But it's getting there. We, we're very it grateful is, for the people is, who have listened already. You know, that's yeah, we've hit we've hit some 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 nice numbers. Yeah, some nice numbers, kind of. Yeah, yeah. cute. They numbers. are some cute numbers yeah. for now. <laughs> some two-digit numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. For now, <laughs> we will look back at these numbers in like and let's like have memories of these cute little numbers when when ours are like six digits. You know, yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. How have you been, David? I'm not too bad. And yourself, Nick? I've, I'm, all, I'm also quite fine. A bit sick, a bit sick. I, I think everyone can hear in my voice the yeah. sickness. I'm spouting all over this microphone. Yeah, you don't want to be within like 10 meters of Nick right now. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's ironically not too far away from some of the, the bad guys in the game we're going to review today. He's very much looking Ooh. and feeling the same. Yeah, it was like a, a nice segue, right? <laughs> Speaking of, that's an excellent segue, David. Why don't you give it, why don't you tell us what we're reviewing today? Okay, today we're doing a review of the, what, well, the originally 1995 GameCube game, I believe, uh, called Killer7. Also released on the PlayStation 2 and then later on Steam. Did you say 1995? No, 2005. Sorry, am I wrong? 2005. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it is 30 years old. The GameCube's old. No, sorry. 2005. I was just about to say. But even 2005, that's not new. That's, that's Fundamentally, when the GameCube and stuff came out, like I think, I, I might be talking oh, is nonsense that so? now. Everybody else can correct me in Discord. I don't know. I don't, I don't know my GameCube lore. Nor me. And it I didn't really no come idea. out that uh, well in South Africa, did it? <laughs> I, now I remember when I moved out here a long time ago, I was looking for one, and you didn't have it on the shelves. And as a, as a young lad, that made me very sad. Killer 7. I enjoyed this game. Not initially. It took me a while to learn to get around this this learning curve. But I liked Killer 7. I enjoyed Killer 7. Killer 7, like I said, I, don't, I know you don't really watch uh, anime and stuff much. No. Killer 7 reminded me of of watching an anime episode and playing. Ah. It. It's a game very much full of like cliffhangers and stuff. And every time something happened, you could almost picture next time on dragon ball z you know <laughs> the, the, the the credits should come up and you'd wait for the next episode yes it, it, at least that's what it felt for me when you were playing through playing through that it. makes sense i can see that play out in killer seven i think that might be because the creator of this game is a very eccentric japanese person oh very much so yeah and yeah exactly i think that comes through you can instantly see as you as people know anime is originally japanese and you can see this 
has the same uh, background. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Killer7 was made by uh, a, a very interesting man called Suda51. Well, that's at least his persona on in the video game industry. Suda51 has made quite a couple of games. Killer7 being, I think, the first? I think it's his first one, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not entirely... Maybe th- first one to the West. I'm sure uh, he probably did some for Japan course. that we never heard of. Of course. Yeah. After Killer7, he made uh, the No More Heroes trilogy, which just recent, That's right. recently trilogified in on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice word. Now spell spell that for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, shame. I'm not going to put you on the spot. No, the, yeah, the last, the third one just came out and supposedly uh, very good. Ah, oh, it's supposed I'm looking to be forward. Still balmy and mental, and it is on our list, people. Don't worry. It's on our colossal. But that's supposed sheet. to be. Yeah, that's supposed to be quite a decent one, and it is. It's his. It's his. He's got his own style. He does very. Um, a contextually balmy but kind of interesting stuff, all in a big, brightly coloured wrapper. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, and and Killer Seven falls into this style very nicely. Oh, a hundred percent. Like 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 I say, like if I if I can just like uh, let me just build build a slight narrative here. Now, when when the Killer Seven on the list, we got the next game, and I play it, and I think, okay, I, I think I know what this game is. I was the, I was I think I told you. There was a game that came out a few years ago called Thirteen, which was like one of those cell shaded shooters, yeah. like first person shooter. Ne- never actually played it, and I thought, oh, okay, this is just like one of those. So, I, so I, 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 sl- I switch it on, ladies and gents, and I'm like, okay. And you go in, and I, and the loading screen comes up, and I go, okay, this looks, this looks strange. The loading screen and the the lettering on it, I think that's a bit weird. And I say, okay, cool. So, it's a new game. And then this, 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 this Joker-esque laughter. Just, ah! <laughs> I'm going, whoa, okay, maybe I've got this wrong. It's a bit jarring. Maybe. Yeah, I was like, okay, so this must be a horror game. And I'm like, oh, no, a horror game. All right, okay, well, I'm not, like I said, I'm not into the horror games, but okay, so I go forward. So, okay. And then you, you, start, you start playing it. You, you go through this, this, this relatively confusing tutorial, and you've got to press all these buttons, and then... It's not quite a first-person shooter. It reminds me of a, an arcade shooter. At least the shooting style of it is. It's very much... Uh, you lock on screen, you point your guns, and you kind of shoot the spots. You actually remind me... Have you ever played the uh, arcade game uh, House of the Dead? Of course I've played House of the Dead. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I've got to say, I would have had to have come over and <laughs> probably slapped you if you hadn't. But yeah, it reminded me of that. So, okay, so I was like, oh, okay. So it's just a... A horror game like House of the Dead. I used to play House of the Dead. That's fine. And the next screen, finish, finish the tutorial. And the next screen, I've got a a what can only be described as a middle aged gimp hanging from the ceiling <laughs> who wants to talk to me. <laughs> and then, like, now I'm like, what is this? What am I playing? <laughs> like like this is it, it's, like this. None of this should make any no, sense. None of it. I've got. House of the Dead, I've got a weird Japanese gimp who's helping me out. He was a friendly gimp, but I didn't expect him. You know, he's doing like the upside down Spider-Man kiss yeah, move yeah, yeah, right yeah. next to me. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you cannot, dis- this this game cannot be categorized. No, it can't. It, it is, no. it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, again, he sticks to his, his, his bizarre, bizarre roots. And this is just very bizarre. So that was my first few minutes of just playing the game up. And you? Bizarre is the perfect word. For this entire experience. Yeah. This is my first trip into uh, Pseudo-51's insane uh, discography. But uh, I've got to say, the tutorial did exactly what a tutorial shouldn't do. And it confused me even more. 
Oh yeah, that tutorial was weird. A tutorial. It's 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 supposed to help you with the gameplay. It's supposed to uh, put you keep you walking before you end up running later in the game. But t- this tutorial did basically nothing. Nothing. I was stuck on the tutorial for about ten oh, minutes. Oh man, same. <laughs> because I could because I was like press this button and that button and then scan this and then shoot that and, uh, and then center with this button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like okay, but. This can't be it. No, what's happening? Yeah, the, Why am I exploding? Oh, no, it was really... Yeah, uh, yeah, it was most... It was peculiar, <laughs> but in the lo- you got there in the end. But yeah, as tutorials go, it didn't really tutorialize anything. No. It gave you, like, hints of what you should probably do. Eventually, after starting yeah. the game and playing for a while, and by a while, I mean a long while, the controls eventually set in. Uh, I, I was playing with yeah, no, a controller mm-hmm. on my computer... And that eventually did mm-hmm. it. A keyboard and mouse... No, we'll come back to that later. Yeah, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Speaking of not making sense, I did not understand a single thing <laughs> this game was telling me. This, yeah. this hanging Spider-Man gimp? Mm. I can't re- I- 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 Iwazaru? He has a weird name. Iwazaru, yeah. yeah. Right. He said a lot of things. No, no, he was trying to be as helpful as he could. In Harmon's name, I did not understand (laughs) anything that he was trying to tell me. There's a story here somewhere, but it's upside down, it's turned inside out, and it's been painted a lot of colors. Yeah, like like I said, it's, you know, I like the bizarre, and I say bizarre in a good way, like contextually, you know, I like, we're all used to these things, and then when you watch something new and you're just like, whoa, that is like, that is so weird and strange, but I kind of enjoy it. Kind of, you know, it's kind of that thrill of like skydiving. You know, it could kill you, but <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. And it's, you know, it's one. Of, it's the same type of feeling you get from like, I'm, why am I watching this? And then something happens, and you go, oh, that's a bit different. That's a bit strange. Okay, let's keep going. Let's let's see why is this happening. I'll give you though. In this game, it doesn't explain much. No, it doesn't. You know, it really doesn't. It's like, and I watch, uh, ladies. I I watch. I am a big otaku. I'm a Japanese. Uh, I like Japanese stuff. And I've watched some bizarre stuff and tried and generally understood it. This game, you know, I'd suggest you probably need a few playthroughs, but that'd be hard to do. To be honest with you, you should play it and then look up <laughs> what its meaning was in the long run. You could spend about two decades in the Japanese culture, get the context. And then play this game. Maybe that'll make a difference. I do not know. Yeah, maybe. From a Western point of view, where we uh, digest Western stories, I could not un- understand. Yeah, it didn't really hit those those normal markers for, for what we enjoy as entertainment, did it? I think I got the premise. Now, I don't want to go, like I say, we don't want to jump straight into the narrative right now. But I think I understood the premise. Then you got more than I did. Oh, okay. Well, that must be my years of uh, anime watching and all the other <laughs> talk. It could be, but why not? Why not give us a quick rundown of the setting or the plot? It's going to be new to me too. Because it's really, it's a very surreal thing to explain to people. Now, I know that all those people who do listen to anime and I'll tell it, they probably follow it a lot easier. But my, to my knowledge, you, uh, I actually really bad with the names. Harmon, Harmon Smith. You played. Yes. You, you, oh, well, Harmon Smith is a will bound like assassin who has been fighting on the side of good versus evil fundamentally and he can um what's the word he can manifest his personalities did you get that part oh so the okay, seven- okay okay i knew they were personality i knew they were all a single entity yeah. that could shift between them 
Yeah, that's right. So they're basically, he's got split personalities and he could manifest them into being as his assassins. So that was his power. Oh, wow. Yeah, see, it gets kind of cooler now. That's why you had such different um, uh, different types, but they also they all worked for the same organization, but the organization yes. is also just one guy. He can He manifests them into life. That's why they're so extreme. They're kind of extreme to one another. The one that's more of a medic compared to the... You know the 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 one with the scopes, who's a bit of a psycho, and the one with the little throwing knives. You know he's got, and they're all different personalities of the main Harmon Smith guy. All right, and so that, that that see that's the most. It sounds bizarre, but that's probably the most logical part because then there's <laughs> Heaven Smile, who, I think they're like an anti-political, <laughs> um, bad guy who is trying to stop relations with the U.S. And I don't know, and they seem to be doing this with, which can only be described as like zombies with bombs in them. And that I lost context. I don't know why zombies with bombs in them. That said, there were lots of twists. Now, I can't tell you the twists because it ruins the whole story and people should play it. I think this is a game you should try. But like the twists do very much, they feel like the ending of an episode and then you need to pick it up next week to find out what's what's next. Uh, did feel that like, I enjoyed. Like I'd watch this think... as a series more than I'd play it as a game. Because, yes. you know, it, it could it would probably come across clearer that way. Because, like, like I said, narratively you didn't quite pick it up. I think I picked it up a little bit because I know J- Japanese stuff a little bit more. But apart from that, that does kind of mean it's a miss. You know, if, if if you narratively can't pick it up to your customer base, then you've you've somewhat done something wrong. Even though, yet again, I do love Bizarre and I love Suda Fifty One. I think he's he's a very clever, weird dude. But I think I don't know that, that, like I say, if the narrative was too hard to follow, it kind of means that's a that's a a, a a faux pas, so to speak, in my world. Agreed. That is, I mean, if it doesn't miss, then for this person, there isn't a narrative. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, that, uh, for some people out there, it's just point and shoot. Which, you yes. know, that, that's not fun, is it? It's like duck hunt. No. Before we go on, in narrative, at w- w- till t- where did you get to in the game? Well, I, d- I actually played it twice. Well, not, I didn't complete it. It crashed once and I had to play it twice. I don't know what happened. That's later on in performance. I got to the part when you're, you're dual... I don't know. Did you get to the guy who was dual wielding these scoped pistols? Dual wielding these scoped pistols? No. I don't think so. I got to the third chapter well the first chapter was chapter zero yeah, so course, the third yeah. chapter is chapter two yeah when you're after the, the religious texan almeida that's right the texan i remember th- yeah no i remember the texan dude yeah yeah i got to the start of that level okay i wasn't too much further than you i'll, 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 I'll admit i didn't complete the game because because it just didn't catch like i say we'll tell you it, it, a lot of it came down to gameplay um, oh that you a hundred percent. A lot of it came down to gameplay. It and really did. I also liked how a lot of the stages looked. Yes, visually. Yeah, again, visually, and he does. Uh, Suda Fifty One. He has his own style, and that you can see that this was the start of it because it's. I know it's one of those subjective things, and I I always worry today because we're so used to PlayStation Five graphics and high def this and frames per second that. Yes. That, that you you don't you see something that's no longer with that level of like design that you can see the the moisture on the walls and stuff like that people don't think fidelity yeah that's right it doesn't look uh, the great anymore whereas 
this type of art, visual art stuff, I actually, I like straight lines. I like straight lines. I like defined shadows. And I like almost the simplicity of it. It's why, you know, I like, I like cell shading in general in games, even if it's like, uh, Borderlands and stuff like that. But I do like, I actually enjoyed the simplicity of the cell shading in this, in this game. And, the, and, and even the, 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 the shading of the character models as well. Yeah, I mean that's the same reason Wind Waker still looks beautiful today. Yeah, no, exactly. That's true. That's exactly right. So I think the visuals uh, was also a very. It was probably the best part of this game for me. I liked uh, how the characters looked, as you said. Levels, even some of the enemies, even though they all look the same, they didn't look bad. The, my favorite was the levels, though. There's one part at the end of the Japanese-themed restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of that level, there's this huge uh, square puzzle where you need to... That's right, though, that's right, that's right. Yeah, this game does have puzzles, ladies and gents. Kind of weird back-and-forth puzzles, but puzzles. But <laughs> we can call them puzzles. Yeah. This entire... the square puzzle. Mm. I really like the way it looked. They yeah. didn't use conventional colors for no. the wood, like brown. Yeah, no, of course. Brown yeah, yeah, and no, light right. brown. No, some bridges were bright red. And then the bottom was pitch black. The contrast was no, that's true. so stark. And mm. it, it carried over to the visuals and it looked so good. Mm. And I might add people, uh, this, if you want a better looking one, this is uh, the Steam version we're talking about. I know that the GameCube and yes. the PlayStation 2 can be a bit, uh, they, it's not as well rendered and stuff. The, the Steam version, I think they remastered it ever so slightly they to did. apply. They forgot to mention this. Yeah, and so that's the one we're talking about, and you and you can see the difference. And he's right. The con- there's an added aspect to it when you can see the contrast so vividly, um, uh, uh, the foil to one another. Like when you've got the bright colours and the dark. I know it sounds something simple, but like you said, it does make them pop and adds a degree of even yes. adds a degree of like a level of bizarreness. They almost like a Alice in Wonderland oh, aspect. It to, looks surreal. To yeah, exactly. So the, uh, adds to the whole feeling of the game. And they did do that very well, I must admit. It was quite good. I liked it a lot. I think bizarre would be one way to describe this. Mm. And another word that I think also fits very well with this entire experience would be surreal. Yeah, well, the whole experience, exactly, right. It's the, like The entire thing. You could, you, could almost, you could almost say that you thought it was just a dream, that you just woke up from it and this was the most bizarre you know, you're one of those uh, those those pods of water. You stay the 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 uh, sensory deprivation pods. This is something. Oh, yes. This feels like somebody had one of those, and then they made this game up, and the visuals, all of it, was was what was created in one of those things. <laughs> that's just uh, that's a perspective of mine, anyway. I mean, you can dissect the visuals of this game. You can dissect mm-hmm. the feel, the color palette. Yeah, like everything, you can correct. Yeah, it's very difficult when I always find it very difficult when you are viewing like say graphics because you've got so many things to compare them to now like you can't you can't compare a game boy's graphics to a pc's graphics so it's all got to be no. uh, subjective and you've got to you've yes. got to take into account this game was made for the playstation 2 and the xbox uh the gamecube sorry uh which means that you've got to measure the graphics against those but with the steam version give it a little bit more <laughs> yeah. room because they 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 tart it up a bit so it's one of those yeah. subjective things where we can't necessarily give it a 10 because in today's standards, 10s is what Elden Ring and, and uh, Horizon Forbidden West. But comparatively to the genre of the platform that we're talking about, this could be a 10. It, it is very difficult to do. I, you know, I find it 
you know, we're just delving into it. We're quite new to it now, but there's a lot to learn and um, a lot. Hopefully we express we're expressing ourselves properly in this regard because it is very pretty, but it's not Elden Ring pretty. I mean, if people are giving Wind Waker such praise Mm. for their visuals on the GameCube, then they can do the same for Killer7. Oh, that's very true. That's very true. That's true. Like I said, Wind Waker was yet again a marvel. Granted, we're not talking about that game right now, but that that was a very pretty game. We are going to be talking about that game in the future. Oh, yeah. No doubt. It's on the list. And And I've never played it. I've only played like me what? neither. Have oh, you that's not? going to be so cool! No way, you're no, the... I haven't. He's a Zelda fanboy, ladies and gents. I've played yeah, like yeah, yeah. one Zelda game in my entire life, and that was. Oh, uh... don't say that, Dave. Oh, I have. Um, something to do with seasons. I can't remember what it was. It was for the Game Boy Color. Yeah, the Oracle of Seasons. Yeah, that the one. Oracle of Seasons. Those. Are... It, that, that's one of my favorite Zelda games. <laughs> it's the okay. only one I've ever played. Okay, you've been redeemed. Yeah, okay, so at least I played a good one. <laughs> if I yeah. played one of the bad ones, then I, I, yeah, this podcast would have been over, I take it. <laughs> Critical arcade, tell your parents. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Now with Nick only. <laughs> no, don't leave me, David. Okay, uh, anyway, where, where were we? Sorry, we're, we're going off the subject here. Um, we are, we are. Let's, let's, should we let's, jump into audio? Let's go to audio. Now, I don't know, what, what like... I think there were two aspects to this audio, which I'm not sure if we brought up on the last ones, which I'd like to make, because there's the audio as the soundtrack and the effects. But in this case, and I'm not sure we brought it up, is the uh, the voice acting. I thought, you know, the voice acting in this was amazing. You're right. Didn't you? Like I said, it's it's weird. Again, it's one of those contextual things. You've got to take into uh, a context, ladies and gents, is that the voice acting now on things like we play and stuff is such a high level. That when these games came out, I'll say this game came out in 2005, uh, voice acting, especially in games, was kind of a bit of a joke. It was the the voices and stuff were there, but there was very little. It was very um, static. It was very emotionless. There was just phrases that somebody read out. But in this game, they actually, in my opinion, they actually had a emotion. They had connection to the story. You know, they actually, whoever was doing it, I didn't actually re- look up who it was, did a very good job of the voice acting that's right. It's not easy to do when it you don't completely understand it, which I'm sure they did after Suda Fifty One explained it to them. But but you got to take into account to some degree as well. I can only imagine the original uh, script was Japanese, so oh, somebody right. somebody also probably had to translate it into English, which is not an easy task, and then make, let it make sense in English, and then have to get these uh, actors to to be uh, engrossed in what they're saying. Goodness. No, it, it, like I said, they actually, I think the voice acting has hit the mark really well, which is... It's a very, very good job. But it fits into a category where it's been brilliantly executed, but in horrible taste. Yes. Yeah, but that's... I yeah. think yeah. there are some bits that, well, at least to my, to my senses, feels yeah. like an attack. Oh yeah, okay. How so? When these heaven smiles, yeah, the bad when guys, they, yeah, when they laugh, yes, that's a that's when a, they scream. Mm. It's it's an extremely unpleasant sound. Yeah, it's an overload of audio, isn't it? By yeah. all accounts, I mean, yeah. No, I got you. I'm sure that's the point. But why put it in? Why use it as a menu prompt? Yeah, no, that, I I found that it like, did get frustrating each time you had to press it. Now I must admit that was jarring when you go when you're going through the options all i want to do is enable subtitles yeah. <laughs> i go into the options and then i hear them laugh 
I go to the uh, audio section. I hear them laugh. laugh. I enable yeah. subtitles. I hear them laugh. It's like they back, only back, had back. that sound for their 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 buttons. They they were like, oh crap, we forgot <laughs> we forgot to make like a beep 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 noise. We only have this. <laughs> so the answer was right. just use it everywhere. Why not? Just use it. Just just. Suda said it's okay. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Suda said it was a good idea. <laughs> that took a lot of points off of oh, the entire okay. Yeah, yeah. Because no, I can understand. I were. I was in menus quite a bit, going in and out of this game. It just happened all the a time. A lot. No, it did. That's true. And it is, like I said, ladies and gents, it's not a subtle noise. It is a very, very... It's almost the the type of sound effect you'd have in a, a haunted house ride. I don't know if they are in theme parks. You go in and it's all dark and they, plat- they, 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 they super sound this down a tunnel or something just to make you jump scare. And it's like that noise all the time. It is like, like you can almost hear the trauma that that Nick's now reliving just thinking about the noise. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, how about the how about the music? Did you like the 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 music and the atmosphere? I did like the music. I liked the music. Um, it was it was quite a pleasant experience. Listening yeah, the music matched music. matched the environments quite well. I thought. It did. So, it I thought did some entirely. Of it, yeah, the, it didn't do a bad job at all. And yet again, back in the day, you know, two thousand and five, that's actually quite an achievement. You know, there, there are so many games that would just either repeat the same song or would have generic noises, like, I don't know, a train or something at a train station. Yeah, they actually, they put some solid work into this. I didn't know. I would categorize this in the same uh, uh, spot we put inside last week, uh, which is uh, this product being a passion project. Yes, yes. Especially, the, yeah, no doubt. Especially this side of thing. Like, like I said, um, there are aspects, like I said, the next. I think the next category we were talking about, you'll see, there are aspects that they lost the passion a bit. Let's put it that way. But you can see that the, they definitely had some very talented people in this one. I think a spot where the audio also shined was where it would influence the gameplay. When you would enter a level or walk further into like a room or whatever, you would hear. Um, a, a, a slight chuckle from yes. one of these heaven smiles. Yeah, and this would this is an audio cue to let you know, oh damn, there's one of them in yes. here with me. That's correct. So and I and I really liked that. I really liked it when it, the game would tell me there's an enemy here yes, through like, audio. It's like a, an aspect of gameplay, right? They've added another level to the, the audio. Yes, so it's actually a yes, gameplay exactly. aspect. Yeah, no, I understand what you mean. You know, that so that's was a part cool. of the game. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the gameplay I liked from the start up until when I stopped playing. That I think is probably the only part of gameplay that I like. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm probably <laughs> on the same on the same uh, side of that. Like I say, should we, on that segue, should we jump to gameplay? Now, sadly, ladies and gents, this being a game, uh, gameplay, in my opinion, is kind of important. But this, I don't know, not sure about you, it started off okay, like, I was like, okay, like I said, I like the old um, House of the Dead arcade After that horrible tutorial, it started off okay. Oh, yeah, let me just point out the tutorial, most annoying part about it is that its prompts, uh, when it's teaching you the controls, are all for controllers. So if you're trying to use the PC, it's near impossible. Yeah. You know, it uses you know it says uh, use right trigger to to do this, and then you've just got your keyboard and like W S D and A or whatever, and you go like, well, what's what? There's nothing. No what? one's. What? You've got to go into that annoying <laughs> just to find out what your buttons are. 
do I need to press R and T oh, it, on my yeah. keyboard? No, it was the worst. I, like I said, it, it, that's how I. So one of the reasons I had restarted because I had to get a controller set up because I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's almost unplayable using the keyboard and mouse because very true. Like, like I said, you know how you you got your rhythm eventually. It's so disjointed mm. on the PC that that rhythm is really hard to get like the muscle memory for. Because no, you're I knew. doing this and that and like over there and scanning with this one and oh no it was it was disjointed. Knew um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No, it was. It, and that's and that's just the control thing. Like, it, like forgive me if I'm taking over all the talking, but um, I just it got so tedious. The this did I, did you find that? No, really not. I found the sheet. No, I think this is a point where we're going to disagree, but eventually I really liked. I really liked um the gameplay. Really? Well, most part of it. The only part I didn't like was aiming. Yeah, well, yeah, that was it was not very well configured really the aiming. But I got into a flow eventually. I think in in one level I got into a real flow. I think it was the apartments. Mhm. And I didn't want to stop because I enjoyed. I enjoyed playing. I enjoyed the gameplay. Um, I enjoyed exploring everything. And it at this specific part, it it got its hooks into me. Okay, like, like I said, and I, I didn't mind. There were aspects like it is. It, it like, ladies and gents, it is a very linear game. You're you're given yes. a path to choose, and you you kind of get go left, go right type options, and there's a bit of backtracking and all that. And I actually enjoy that. It's 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 like following this a storybook. You know, you can't go everywhere else. You're sticking to the story base, and I kind of enjoy that aspect of it. It was quite fun, but I just found, especially each time you had to take on one of the the heaven smile zombie things. The yes. the, the premise was always the same. Zombie, find the weak spot, shoot the weak spot, win, and then repeat, yeah. and repeat, and repeat. Now, granted, if you shot the weak spot and you collected blood or something like that, it helped you like increase your like experience and you could increase your character's stats, which was okay. It was I didn't really see any noticeable difference. Did you? Ah, uh, listen. <laughs> yes, I did. Really? Okay. This is. I mean. You, you you've just described the entire gameplay loop, and you said it as if it's a bad thing. I enjoyed the gameplay loop. <laughs> you'd say, I liked that. You'd loop. say the exact same thing, but hype it all up. Like yes, you, you've all you've got to do is shoot the spots, and then you get to level up. Well, that's that's. What, oh yeah. What's the best thing about games, though, fundamentally, isn't it? <laughs> I, I I was reading an article about this the other day. You've got the complexity that is like Elden Ring, and you like I was looking at the, the Horizon yes. Forbidden West map the other day. And it's so big, actually, it's quite intimidating. And, you know, and I, I must admit, there are things like the, um, like Spider-Man and, um, I don't know, Sleeping Dogs, I can't think of all the, where they're open world, but they're kind of a smaller open world. And there's something more comforting about that. Some people find it overwhelming, it being too big. I know exactly what you yeah. mean. This is one of the biggest appeals to the Yakuza games. Yes, yes, no, 100%. Yes, that's exactly right. Oh, and the open world is it's much much smaller, but it's much more condensed, which means they could make this open world alive. Oh yes, and right? the best thing about the Yakuza games is it's the same space each time. But as yes. the as the years go on, you see the the topography of the world change. But it's still the same districts and the same nightclubs that changed owners and stuff. It is yeah, but it's that there's a comfort in the small open world, which I can understand that the big open worlds can be a bit mm. like whoa. Like, Ooh, ha- yeah, this gonna, is overwhelming. Yeah, how am I going to collect everything? And how am I going no, to I do all the quests? You know, I can understand that. Sorry, I'm probably going off subject a little bit now. 
So yeah, the game is linear. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It is very linear. It's so linear, in fact, and so close to the House of the Dead that this can also be called an on-rail shooter. Yeah. Yeah, I really would call it that, 100%. Because you it's, can't turn no. sideways. You can only turn around and yeah, go back. It's turn backwards around, and forwards. Front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You press A and he runs forwards yeah. on rail. And again, a lot of people really don't like that. No, I can But yeah. it, it vibed. It, vi- oh, it really? vibed with me. I, li- I liked it a lot. I, could, I liked just pressing A and it would just move forward i like the simplicity yeah and then you and then you just get a choice when you it was a move forward exactly. then you get uh this, you know that left or right or save and all that yes or talk to gimp yes of course your best friend Iwa- <laughs> uh, wazaru or whatever i've never i've never known gimps to be so friendly i should make sure i, I say hello to the next one i need um yes. but uh like i said I, I like the idea that you enjoyed that it, it's like i said i love the diversity that these things you can get like you generally enjoy it. i found it a bit like I said, I enjoyed the boss battles. I enjoyed the story as it developed and the twists and turns. And I think that's... I love story games. That's why I'm a, kind of like a big Final Fantasy fan and stuff. I love a story and yeah. then I like gameplay. Um, and I just think the gameplay just got... For me, just got too boring. It got too... The boss fights were fun. The gameplay was a bit, for me, wash, rinse, repeat. But like I said, I... I I'm a bit sad I didn't finish the game because I I know that it's supposed to be quite a big twist at the end. Oh. Uh, yeah, but it's supposed to be a bit far right, but it's supposed to be an interesting twist at the end, which I must admit oh, the, ge- the gameplay stopped me from getting there because I kind of got, I got bored. But then this is, this, this is the, the magnificence of games. One, one person's trash is another person's treasure. I'm not saying this game is trash, by the way. This is actually not a bad game. <laughs> no, it's far from trash. I liked it, but... The magic of games, one person can feel like this and yeah. the other feel a different way, as you said. And it's it's so good. And I don't understand why people are... No, no, no. This is going to be a rant. I'm yeah, 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 right I yeah, I should do that more often because yeah, I can go off on one. I don't have a lot of comments regarding the performance of this game. I think the remaster for Steam did it um, uh, justice. Yeah. The HD version of this game, I think, serves well. Yeah, it's definitely the version to play. There's no, there's no doubt, and it runs. Like I said, my computer's not the greatest uh, compared to the, the other fellows in the the podcast. But it did run. It ran fine. Yeah. It ran smooth. It it didn't it didn't get any lag. I didn't get any problems. Um, you know that part of it. So it again, it's a hard thing to 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 quantify and review because. It is. It ran and okay. If if we're being honest, uh, performance might be the easiest to um, quite. If we're being objective, quantify because it's the only part of this review that does work with numbers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I suppose that's very true. My version did crash. What? But I actually think that was a Steam thing and something. Yeah, but it's like I said, my hardware. I think there was a hardware issue or something like that, and my whole my whole system jammed up. So I can't say it was the game. I wasn't running anything in the background or anything like that, but. Who knows? So, so part of me wants to downgrade it for that, but also I can't quantify if my I don't know, my fan decided to kick out or something. I don't know. Computer stuff. I I was a nerd about 20 years ago. I don't even know what's in my computer at the moment. It's got shiny things and lights and all sorts of other things. If we're talking about performance, it might just be worthwhile it, uh, to talk about the actual GameCube version. I've got no idea how it ran originally on the GameCube. The GameCube was actually quite a powerful little um, console. 
Now, granted, yeah, again, I'm showing my, my, my years. It was, in my opinion, it was a more powerful console than the PlayStation 2. It was chunkier and not as, didn't sell as well because it didn't have the games that kind of came with it. They kind of let the, dropped the ball there, GameCube-wise. Because of you know, Nintendo had the Mario and all that jazz, but very few third-party ones. But I think it was the more powerful beast. It would make sense to why it was so large as well. It, you know, if you look at the thing compared to a PlayStation 2, it's quite a big unit. I think it's a... I can't remember there being any problems with that game. Now, granted, we are talking, I don't know how many years ago that is, 18 years ago or something. Right. This is where it gets a tiny bit tricky. Yeah, I agree. We bought this game for, what was it, 10 bucks? No, not even. Yeah, well, yeah it was... Uh... On, was it on Steam special though? I, I just I don't really notice. Have you noticed what it did? You I checked today what price it is. Did you? No. <laughs> yeah, I checked it today. Twenty dollars. Twenty. Um. Yeah. Well, this game was remastered, so I can understand why they would charge that. But this game is also eighteen years old. Yeah, and I'm going to have that same. My personally, I'm going to have that same problem that I had with Limbo. I think, yeah, again, inside. I think this is one of those games... Oh, sorry, Inside, sorry. <laughs> See, I haven't even played Limbo. Um, this is one of those games you can only play once, I think. I pers- This is me personally. Once you've played it and you've, you've gone through the twists of the story and somehow, like, understand what's going on, it's not one of those, in the, again, my, my uh, an opinion, it's not one of those games I'd have to pick up because I need to play that gameplay again. How about you? Because you enjoyed the gameplay. I did enjoy the gameplay. Um, I did not... Well, consciously understand the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but would, would you, yeah, go on. My, would you replay it again? I don't know about replay, but I mm. would uh, come back just to have maybe do a level or two at a time. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Just to have a bit of escape. So that's what, like, say, so twenty dollars isn't a lot of money, but it isn't a small amount of money. No, either. it's not. It's not. Especially that's not what gets for us me. in South Africa. Yeah. So it's so it's one of those ones that gets you know. I, I hate to say it, but I would say wait for the Steam sales again because it's so much, so much easier to grab it for like five or eight dollars or whatever it, it's going to be out there. For then. sure. I know. I don't know if I'm just a grumpy old man who wants to save money and sit <laughs> on a big pile of coins like Schmug and Hobbit or whatever, but it just still doesn't seem like the correct price to me. But I, it's even the remaster is now what five years old. It is. Oh wow. Yeah, 2018. The remaster oh, came goodness. out for Steam. So it's not even like a brand... If it was brand new, like out the gate, yeah, okay, I'd understand the $20 uh, price mark, because why not? But it's, yeah, like I said, it's five years old now. It should... It, I don't know. Maybe that's me. You? Too expensive? Too cheap? Okay, what do you think? Well, because I'm a a, a cheaper... Per, a, fr- a frugal person, yes, frugal. I'd say... Frugal, that's the, the nice frugal. way to put it, yeah. This is a, t- a tiny bit expensive, but I uh, can't help but think that this was a full-priced $60 game when it released on the GameCube. And that blows my mind. Especially when you've got the likes of Zelda on the same platform yes. and stuff like that. Yes. And this is, you know, it's competition. It doesn't really make sense, does it? Because you've got uh, a, a game that will forever live through the, the sands of time as one of the greatest games that you can play, the Zelda franchise. And then you've got Se- Killer7. It's a good game, ladies and gentlemen. I'm actually not putting it down. I think everybody should give it a go. You know, I, I'll be truly honest with you. I think you should pick it up, give it a go, see if you like it, don't like it. It is one of those games, yes. in my opinion. Yeah, go try it for yourself. Because in yeah, this it case, is. It really is. David didn't like it, but I turned out to yeah. enjoy it quite a lot. I would play it further if we didn't have to do yeah. another episode next week. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, that's the fun thing about it. And uh, we actually eventually look forward to finding out everybody else's views on it and stuff like that. You know, that sounds. Oh yeah. Like I said, it's one of the things that fascinates me about the whole uh, gaming world. The, the 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 games that release that I look at and go, why would anybody play that? And then you look at and it's got this huge fandom and a huge liking and a huge you know and i'd I'd love to know why like what aspects of it and and why you you get close to one thing compared to the other i think that's brilliant why why do people like this i don't understand that is yeah oh i might i might just be making a lot of people mad right now including you david but i don't understand why people like star wars so much (laughs) well well granted i'm biased because of my age with our uh, scores uh, tallied up um, and put through our calculating machine, we gave Killer7 a letter grade rating of C. C, yeah. That's not bad. I no, got it's not bad. That's, I mean, that's quite average or just yeah, slightly above sure. average. That's not bad. Yeah, give it a go, people. Like, give it a go. Enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. But, you know, play this instead of Digimon World. Ah, oh, oh, speaking of giving <laughs> things a go... This podcast was brought to you by yours truly. Critical Okay, tell your parents. Tell everyone, not just your parents. They don't use soft computers anymore. No, they tell don't. Them, I don't know, tell, who, who uses computers? Tell all young people. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and just tell, tell them all to, young people and your parents. Yes, tell them why not. Share them. <laughs> Let them into your world. Share with your parents. Share, I don't know, with your church. So I'm going off again. Yeah, share with your parents. <laughs> please leave a rating, a review. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the RSS feed or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Like I said, it doesn't matter if it's just each and every one of you. If it's just one of you, we're, I, we're, we're very thankful someone's listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. Yeah, and keep tell, tell other people. Why not? <laughs> and, your the, and your parents. And your parents. That's true. <laughs> right. Cheers. See you, everyone.